Everyone, hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here with Ray Oldhofer, carpenter, former co-host of Ace on the House. Someone, former. One-time Sorry. co-host of Ace on the House. Someone whom I have not seen in, we figured it out, three years, three right? Three years, yeah. Um, I used to see you all the time over at the Adam Carolla shop. No, and we could barely make eye contact because we were both shamed. <laughs> That's all right. I held my head up every now and again. Uh, and I had you on my show when I used to record there. And I think True. it was probably 2013 or 2014, where I learned all about your crazy backstory, being deported to Germany for six yeah. months. The fact that you have, your name is Ray Oldhofer. <clears throat> you have a brother. Oh, we don't? <laughs> uh, we, we, we did I'm talk kidding, about I'm it. I'm kidding. You have a brother named, named Ray, Ray Oldhofer. Oldhofer. <laughs> Seven seven years older than you because your dad had another family, but he not might, a lot of He may of have names. had two families. Right. You think he might have had another family in Germany. And Bef- New York. Right. That the, yeah. the other Ray Oldhofer is the New York family, right? Correct. New Jersey. New Jersey. Same thing, kind of. Yeah. You know. And then I, I told you that. I called him and we were talking for a while and he seemed to be semi-sane. First, he, he said that, you know... He didn't know who I was, and then he um, fessed that, yeah, okay, I know who you are. He subscribes. And then I said, yeah, but then I said to him, I go, why'd you hold out on that? That's really weird. Now I think you're a weirdo. How's that going? (laughs) And what'd he say? He hung up. No. We we haven't talked. I've called him a few times. We really haven't gotten into anything. And then my other brothers, I have three other brothers. Younger, right? No. One older, Rob who's my half-brother, but I consider him my brother. Like, when I was three, I had my new older brother and then a newborn. So I got, you know, double trouble within three months, (laughs) which wasn't very fair. It was was fine. But so, and and they, my other brothers, don't acknowledge our brother, Ray. They go, it's your brother, meaning me. What, just because your name is How is that? Yeah. Yeah. But that's like a weird thing when I was little. So I had my older brother and my little brother, and then my other brother hadn't been born yet. And so Ron, that's his name, and then Rob, my older brother, and me being Ray, you know, we were talking about initials, and Rob goes, well, our initials are all R-O. And I go, no, 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 no. Mine's R-A because I don't want to be like you guys. Nope, it's R-O because I figured it was, you know, we were from Germany, so we didn't know – anything Mm -hmm. you know a guy at the market or the gas station i'd go up and ask for you know stickers when you were a kid you go here you go son and i'd go hmm he must think i'm bright like the sun like i didn't know (laughs) you know you didn't get the the translation right it was kind of weird i think it's cute that you wanted stickers every kid wanted. i know i had i was in a sticker club i had a sticker book we met in i had a sticker book of animals in germany I know. It did makes you me... ever have, I'm going to guess you didn't. Dress... Rainbow tape? No, what's that? Rainbow tape. It looks like a rainbow. The reflective stuff? I've never had that. I missed You out. know rainbow tape, right? Oh, you don't talk in this? No, he does. I talk. Oh. I just don't know rainbow tape. <laughs> oh, 
you people are on the late freight. Uh, <laughs> did you ever have dress up bears? This was where you'd get a large bear sticker and then you could dress it up with other stickers. The peel off and yeah. put back. I think they called it something else, but you're thinking of color forms. Yeah, yeah, I had those, but I didn't have a dress up bear. Yeah, I would have liked to. If you had been part of my sticker club, you can't been be. There's too much of a chasm, and you're age. youthful. Th- Thank you. You're a young lady. There was no boys in our sticker club, by the way. And we had a sign on the door. There might be now. <laughs> you, know, s- you know now. That's right. We had a sign on the door that said, like, you know, no one below this age or over this age allowed. It was very elite. It was an elitist sticker club. And I haven't thought about it in a really long time. Did you have the sticker that said, don't trust anyone over 30? Like a bunch of kids had that on their right. on their door. I know about that as a cultural thing, which then just makes me feel really old. Yeah. You got to change it up. Don't trust anyone, you know. Over 60. Over 90. 60 is I'm the new 30. Yeah, okay. I'll go for 90. that. We can, do, we can do 90 if you want. Um, so, Ray, mm-hmm. you reached got out to shoe. me. I got the shoe. Yeah. You reached out to me and said you'd like to come on the show. I do not... And I'm happy to have you on. It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. I don't know that many details of everything that happened. I just saw a lot of tweets and can sort of put together my sense of what happened. But why don't you fill me in on however much you want to talk about? Well, I mean, Adam and I have a very passive-aggressive past, present, future, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we... I mean, let's face it. I haven't been Adam's friend in probably close to 30 years. But you were taught, you met as kids. Yeah, we've known each other for, I've known him for 47 years. I did the math. He'll probably say it's 45. I say it's 47, whatever. It's fine. But in our youth, I was, you know, dominant physically and, you know, intellectually, whatever. I was, but I was a year older than him. Mm because I did second grade twice upon coming back from Germany. So that's around when we met. And um, so Chris, Adam, and I essentially grew, grew up together and have been tight until about 25, 26, something like that, when Adam started getting accolades as far as his, you know, comic Clear. and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, and since then, you know, there was, a, there was a turn there, obviously. And then you got the man show, which was great. You know, everybody proud of him and all that kind of stuff. But he would tell everyone childhood stories. And as you know, we've done some, I've done some pretty weird literal shit, you know, <laughs> whatever. You know, I've done a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I'm Didn't no you, worse you put for your wear. dick in someone's ear. That, that's, that's Monday. That's easy. <laughs> that, that's nothing. But you um, put poop in a beanie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's fun. all good, clean fun. That's sure. Not, you know. Sure. I can remember all the times that I both received a beanie with poop and put poop in a beanie. But hold on. You say you were in a sticker club. Was it really stickers? See, you don't know. Right. It might have been. You guys might have been smearing poop on each other for all you know. I'm just saying. Right. I don't know. Yeah. This I'm probably wrong. I suspect it was. For us, I suspect it was actually stickers. But it's I don't It's a euphemism I don't have... for others. <laughs> it's Okay. Okay. But um, so, you know, they, he, would, he would tell these stories about us and then you would meet these people, you know, the Jimmys of the world, the Joel McHales of the world, and they'd already have this image of you that you were absolutely insane, you know, or that you were going to 
beat them up or knock them down or you were going to do something. I to think them. I because I I had which knew is a weird thing from reading in Fifty Years Will All Be Chicks. So when I first met you, I think my fir- the first time I met you was at the holiday party, which was like shortly after I was hired, and I was a little bit afraid of you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Of course you would be, right? I mean, why wouldn't you be? Right. Like, don't make eye contact. Say minimal words to the guy because who knows <laughs> I don't think what's going to happen. Went that far. It was just like, oh, but you let's can not feel play it on people. The breathing game. The breathing game. It's the called. It's the lack of breathing. It's not that. It's <laughs> don't worry. I'm never going to hurt you. You know? know. Even though I did do it to Damashek, Dave Damashek. Mm-hmm. So I did the breathing game with him, and he freaked out, and he he punched me right in the chin, and I let him go, and I go, why'd you do that? He goes, I just punched you as hard as I could and nothing's wrong with you. I go, yeah, but you're not, you can't hit, obviously, you know, <laughs> no big deal. But why did you hit me? I was, I was just playing and he was just flabbergasted and walked away to live another day. Right. He's, he's, he's fine. No worse for he's wear. fine. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It's a fun memory for him. So anyway, back to the Adam thing. He would, you know, of course he's going to tell stories because every, every boy, especially guys love telling stories that one up their friends and we happen to do a lot of stuff that was true and you know i mean jeff what's the weirdest thing you ever did boring anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding what i mean you know but you were a punk rock guy and all that yeah i don't know what the weirdest thing is though i'd have to think about it but you you do all kinds of weird crap like what you remember perkins palace no i never went there Okay, Perkins Palace was a venue in Pasadena where you'd go see punk rock shows. Dr. Drew has stories about Perkins Palace, I believe. I have one. Uh, no, Mark Garagos. So anyway, anyway mm, I used to go a ton there. Great shows, all that kind of stuff. Got half a Wendy o. Williams guitar there, all that kind of stuff. But I was up on the balcony, so it's two-tiered. There's a big balcony, and it comes down like there's a round a rotundra that comes down. So I let these kids in on the balcony you know so a flood of kids came in like eight kids and they're walking down to the show and they're looking up at me and they go hey fuck you you know thanks for letting us in asshole Mm. i jumped over landed right in front of them i go what'd you say (laughs) and they were like sorry sorry we didn't mean it i go you know i let you in you should say thank you instead of fuck you i get it you're punk you're punk rock and all that but really so you know stuff like that Whatever, but then you get this, you know, so everybody has this preconceived notion of you that you are essentially, you know, an animal. And that wasn't fond for me. Mm-hmm. It kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> kind of. But right. then, you know, I mean, it's all right at some levels, but at most levels it's not. So you never progress. You're always going to be dubbed this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's Ray, my loser friend, which I don't dig. And it's not fair. Well, you know, because you've been riding my skirt with every fucking story for years and years and years. What did I get for it? Nothing. You know, what'd you get for it? A lot of airtime and half the shit you weren't even there, literally and figuratively. You mm-hmm. weren't at the place. When you ask me for a story, I'll tell you a story. And if it's not you oriented, you don't want to hear the story. Well, guess what? You weren't there for most of it. Do you not feel like you did get – I'm just playing devil's advocate. That you did get something for it though, just getting – you know, being on the podcast and getting a listenership and – Oh, I know. I, I mean, I listen, I may not like Adam, but I love Adam. 
I do. I'll always love him. I'm always grateful for what he's done for me. Don't ask me to name anything. I won't be able to. But I, I am grateful. You know, and I'm grateful for the opportunities that he has given me. I've been on a couple of TV shows only because of Adam. I was on the radio or the podcast for eight years only because of Adam. So that whole thing, of course, kowtowed Adam. You know, I, do, I am grateful for that. You know, I met my therapist that I've been going to for 25 years is Adam's dad, you know, who I'm, you know, I, I love that man. How does that work when you are talking to him about Adam? Uh, it's fine because he thinks at a different level, you know, and he's not there to – he's not there to steer you any which way. He's there to give you a deeper truth with it or whatever your truth might be. Whatever Adam's is is what Adam's is. What I got to get in touch with like my passiveness around him or me not – voicing up what I need or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I let tons of stuff slide. We all do, you know, and that's what I got to look at. And so it winds up being pretty good. You know, I don't hold any, I mean, like six, seven years ago, I was fighting with Jim actually for a while, about a year I wanted to leave him and I made him pay. I mean, I would say some nasty stuff to him. And then he'd go, like, how's that going for you? And I go, what do you mean? How's what going for you? Being clever. I go, he goes, are you happy? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> That's frustrating. <laughs> no, it was pretty, pretty rough for a while. Mm -hmm. But then we worked through it and it worked out. It was tough. So you feel like, this is not the direction I thought I was going to go. I'm just so curious about this. You can ask You feel like you, you can say whatever you want to Jim, even though. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, no, I don't see um, – like Adam's not in the room when I'm with Jim. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to Jim once a week. Right. You have your a, separate therapeutic relationship. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you know, I love him. I do. I know he loves me. You know, I'll pick him up from church on occasion. I'll go, you know, I'll help him. Definitely. You know, but I'm way closer to Jim than Adam. I mean – you know, then you are to Adam or then, then Adam I am is. to Adam. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, so I, w I went back and I was listening to the episode that you were on, um, you know, f some years ago. And you were saying – and it actually kind of like it tugged at my heart. Um, you were saying that Adam is your blood. He is. Like you are closer to him. Than I love Adam. I, I still love Adam. But when he fired me, did I feel 150 pounds lighter? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of burden. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot of – there's not much give and take. And so that can be laborious at times. And you're not going to really be heard, which is fine. And, you know, he calls it the pirate ship and I call it the plantation podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. No, sir. What do you need, sir? I thought you I called it the slave ship. No, the Roman slave. I changed okay. it. Okay. I changed it. it. It's in the south now. Yeah, it's in the south. In <laughs> well, it circa. Moved. Yeah, it moved. <laughs> it moved. And, and we know what all happened in the south. But. New setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll always love him. Yeah. I mean, right now I love him. Do I want to see him? Fuck no. Does he love I you? Love I don't know. You'd have to ask him. I can't answer for him. I'd say Yeah. I mean, push comes to shove or whatever, like what's – whose ring are you going to be in at some level? 
we might be back to back, but we'll still be in the same ring. Mm-hmm. So for listeners who are like, what are you talking about? Go back to talking about stickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do that. For people who are like, what are you talking about? Um, can you just catch us up on the actual details of what happened? Yeah, I... Okay, the Christmas party was upon us, and um, I had asked Matt, what day is the Christmas party? And he goes, I don't know if we're having one. So, you know, okay, that's code for I'm not supposed to go to the Christmas party. You know, I'll read between that. And so... um, Was he uncomfortable when he said it? Well, when he doesn't make eye contact Mm -hmm. or he's like looking around pretending he's really busy, you can kind of read him. (laughs) You know, so I, I looked at him and I go, so... Is that him pissed at me? And he goes, well, he wants to talk to you. I go, all right. Did your stomach flip? Because mine does just hearing that. I mean, I had I thought that I was going to be barred from the Christmas party because um, I haven't told anyone this part. So, you know, I was going back to the ship and I wasn't – anyway, I was on the ship. There was some stuff There's that There's a Corolla went cruise. Right, the Corolla cruise and Adam had left his phone – you know, somewhere, and a fan found the phone and said, "Hey, Ray, is this Adam's phone?" I go, "It sure is." I go, "Let me have it." So I went to the bathroom, oh, no. and um, <sighs> and um, I took a dick pic of <laughs> his phone with my dick, and I sent it to him. <laughs> and so I thought I was going to be in trouble for that. He never mentioned it; nothing, nothing was said. And then when I sent him the picture the next day, I saw him. I go, "Did you see the picture?" He goes, yeah, I did. And you didn't say anything else about it. And then I go, Did you uh, text it or did you email it? I texted it to him via his phone, via right. my phone. Right. And then I go, you're lucky I didn't toaster it. And um, Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm confused. You With your own phone. Yeah, come on, Allison. It's a gimme. His phone, my cock, oh, my phone, I picture. See. I see. His phone was in the, like, as if you were measuring your dick with his phone. Yeah, sure. Like okay, all right. How'd you it know? <laughs> I get it. I'm, no. I'm with you, and, and I get it. That's caress, but you know, I do have a character, so I got to live up to my character, and that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that, Adam. I didn't really mean to do it. It's all right. So what? Was your it didn't dick, touch it? That's what I'm saying. No, it was just yeah. It was proximity. Right. Right. Okay. No big deal. I feel like what's the big deal with that? But I, no one sent me one. But still. There's yeah, worse but things. Still. Oh yeah. Okay. So anyway, like that, I said, I could have toastered it. Right. That what does that been mean? Bad. What does that mean? You know, like a toaster, and you put the bread in the toaster. So where would the phone go in the toaster? Oh, I see. Right. I'm sorry. I th- it's. I just assume toastering is something involving your butt. Well, that's what it is. Oh. You're putting it like a piece of bread. God, in the I'm toast. so slow right now, Jeff. Are you, have you been following along on everything here? I was confused about the phone picture, but when you said toaster, I I immediately so that would be it. like, but it also could be like you hot dogging his phone, like you mean slipping the phone in between your butt cheeks. Sure, is that what he means? Yeah, by toastering, that's Jeff? what I thought. Okay, yeah. yeah, but you know, it only needs like four seconds to mention. Let's move on from it now. I really feel that it should be called hot dogging because it's like a hot dog in the buns. No, because the hot dog insinuates then it's going in to your... No, I'm just saying a hot dog in the bun. I get it, I get it, I get it. A toaster insinuates in. 
the phone to me looks like a piece of toast or a piece of bread. Right. Where a hot dog is a skinny round thing. If you say toaster, then I picture the okay. flat phone right. going in the butt. <laughs> I'm glad we Moving got right this along. worked out. I guess I okay, see obviously the this is why he fired me. I no, see the, no kidding. Why he fired me or you? No, me. <laughs> Both of us. Um, look, I'm just saying, I see the butt cheeks as the bread in this situation. But Whatever. anyway. Okay. So it ha- here's how it happened. So he sees me. I do two shows. I do one with him and one with Eric Stromer. And um, Eric and I went first, then Adam and I. And this was on the ship or this is? No, this is this is how I got fired. Oh, okay. So I found out, you know, hey, Adam wants to talk to you. We're going back to where it happened. So, all right. You know, so shows are over. And, you know, when you end a show with Adam, it's like you both go sh- separate ends. You're, you're done. You're right. gone. So I'm walking out with my notepad like I have here. Go to my car. He ducks out. Razo. And I went, damn. I, I, oh, you were trying to sneak, was, try to eke uh, out without your talk? A, a little bit, yeah. You know, I mean, I certainly didn't want, I wasn't volunteering for it, right? What did you expect it was going to be about? The dick pic? You, no, 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 no. I knew that was already passed. He didn't, he didn't really care about that. It was funny-ish, but not, nothing worth mention for air or anything right. like that. So it's like, all right, that's, you know, no, not that big of a deal. But I guess if I was hung better, it would be a bigger <laughs> deal. But anyway, so um, he go, I go, yeah. He goes, walk with me. And I go, all right. So... We walked around the block twice. He aired his – he opened it up with um, 2018, we're not going to do the show together. And I was like <sighs> – I felt a real sense of relief at a level. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at him and I wanted to say to him, you know, I do another show with Eric and we both have comparable numbers that I brought to your network, the show with Eric and I. You know, I – pitched you know having everybody on the show that was on the um spike show i pitched you know making soapbox cars so you and jay leno could race them my pitch the whole thing you know pin adam or whatever it was called screw adam when they put a ball gag in his mouth and x's on his eyes my pitch you know i did that anyway adam ain't gonna give me accolades and he wanted me to take his whole thing of the moment was how come you haven't taken an improv class so we can go back and forth. That and was something he had wanted – he'd been saying to he'd you He'd been for a saying while. for about a year. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I did – ironically enough, I did sign up for an improv class that December and it started January. I'm on class number three coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're still doing it? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it for me, though. Yeah. So he said to you, why didn't you take an improv class? He would just harp on me about – it didn't – I mean, I had been doing the show for seven years. Improv class was never mentioned in the seven years. And then come the Spike show, improv class was all of a sudden mentioned. And by the way, when you, you know, when you're working on TV, that's 12 hours a day. Like, there's no effing break or – you know. and then you're designing something. You've got to build it on air. So you build it three, four times prior. Right. Like you have to. You got to get the cadence down. It has to be done in an hour and you don't want to look a fool. And if you know anything about construction, construction guys always fight. I mean, mm-hmm. not always fight, but there's a, you know, there's there's a thing going on. So anyway, I just let it ride and I got a couple of improv coaches down to the place and 
you know, I would preface them by saying, hey, you got to listen to Ace on the Roof, which I co-host with Adam Carolla. And both of them came back to me and said, you should not work with him. You should work on your own or you should. Anyway, they didn't have really nice things to say about Adam, which I didn't like, you know, and because I, I will defend Adam no matter what at a level. But so he, he canned me. He just said, you know, we're done. And I'm looking at him and I said, all right. You know, 47 years we've known each other. Don't know him no more. <laughs> but it was, um, you know, it was weird because there was a part of me that, you know, then he compared me with some other people in his past that are no longer around. And then he oh said, Oh my God, I have to you, ask, did my name come up? No, actually. Somebody okay. else is a boy, not you. You're a beautiful woman, not Thank a boy. You. I have a hunch of who it might have been. Yeah, you know, so we don't need to mention it. But um, anyway, so he commended me that I handled it really well, that I wasn't defensive. He said, you know, maybe we can revisit this. And I was thinking in my mind, you know, revisit what? Like, <laughs> I just fucking jailbroke 101. Hmm. I'm not revisiting anything, you know. And, and that's all right. I mean, no hard feelings. You know, I don't, I don't wish him any ill or anything like that. I just want to do... By the way, I'm doing my own podcast. It's called DTR Show. I saw the logo. It looks great. Thank you. Um, DTR stands for do tell, right? <laughs> but in the past, it's it for... Don't tell. Because there used to be parties, right? Where no one was supposed to tell you about the party. Well, it wasn't exactly that. There was a, a close friend that we all have. Actually, three of us were very tight. Chris, his name's Toad. They call him Toad. That's his nickname. And I, and Toad thought he was Travis Bickle. You know, Travis Bickle is, yeah. taxi. So he would go to someone's house and I would be with him. And so I would steal the cheese and the food and the liquor. And Todd would pull his Travis Bickle impersonation on their on their mirror in their bathroom on the medicine cabinet. You looking at me? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And then just fucking punch it and break it. And I go, Todd, what, what are you doing? So anyway... Todd and I weren't allowed to be in certain s spots at the same time because it wasn't good. One time I dressed as Conan the Barbarian for Halloween and he dressed as, I forget, he was like a warrior, you know, from the Warriors. And we, we demoed a few houses, yeah. yeah. So wait, what was the Don't Tell Ray party then? So Todd and I would be separate. So Todd, I mean Toad. So Toad would start saying DTR, DTR, and he'd laugh because then he'd, he'd go – you know, hey, we're going anyway, that kind of thing. So, but Adam makes it like I didn't go to a party. Of course he does. Because it's funnier. <laughs> it's funnier that way. Let, ah, let me do the comedy. I got the comedy down. Adam, you weren't even there. Oh, what? Oh, you're right. Son of a bitch. So, okay. So he says 2018, you're not going to be on the show anymore. Or you're, we're done. What, what, what was, we're done or you're out of my life or what did he say? No, no, no. He just said in 2018, I'm going to take a, a new approach to the show, which I knew what it meant when he was saying it. He's going to do it with Stromer, you know, who's a great guy. Mm -hmm. I dig Eric. He's a sweetheart. And, um, you know, hey, go ahead. Do it. You know, what am I? It's your pirate ship. It's your plantation, not mine. You know, I have no say. I'm in the fucking cellar swabbing the decks, whatever. <laughs> so I walked the plank, you know. I was done. And now um, I'm building a little tiny canoe with <laughs> three people and it's sinking. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's got wadding. It's good. She's seaworthy. It's going to be good. 
So tell me about your show. What is what what is it going to be like? It's I mean, I'm taking more or less what I did before. It's going to be construction oriented. And, you know, as you know, I do construction. The other two guys I'm doing it with, Colin Shear and Chris Bohm, Chris, you know of. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris is in the business. He does mid-rises right now. Are you okay? What's happening? Uh, I had to clear my throat, and I was trying to do it off mic, but I don't think I did it so well. You're fine. <clears throat> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> and then, um, and then um, uh, Colin has flipped a few homes. He's a graphic artist. Both of his parents are uh, scientists, and I've known him for better part of 15 years. Yeah, so two great guys that I've known for a long time. It's going to be a good dynamic. It's going to get weird. You know, we have stories galore. Mm-hmm. Actually, Colin worked at Kimmel. He's a graphic designer there. And when we first started out, Colin and I used to get in some pretty brutal fights because I was a producer. And um, a couple of times, because we were on the top floor at that time in the studio, we would be screaming and yelling at each other like, I need this for fucking air. It's tonight. We're, and then we were truly live back then, you know. I go, I had three minutes to get this on the desk. Motherfucker, let's go. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of my office. Boom. All of a sudden, security would come up. And then, you know, they had real cops there, too. And the cops would come up and go, like, you guys all right? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We got work to do. And you're clogging this. Because I would run down the stairs to get stuff to desk. It was a hairy job. I mean, it was fun. I had a great time working at Jimmy's. Jimmy was, you know, Jimmy's great. I love Jimmy. I don't know him that well, but everything I hear is very positive. He's a great guy. I mean, he's accessible. He's, you know, he looks at you endearingly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he likes making fun of me and thinks, you know, I'm a little bit outrageous. But, you know, he he's a lovely man. So when we last talked, you were talking about Ray, the character, quote unquote, and sort of the expectation that you would be that guy. Um when do you? When did that start? What that I get pigeonholed, or I pigeonhole myself, kind of thing. Both your awareness that there's an expectation that you'll be a certain way, and that you like turn it on. I think I think some of it's subconscious, so it, it just happens, and then I'll catch myself and go like, "Okay, you can't do that. That's not what you're supposed to be doing." Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's a battle. You know, it's definitely a battle, and I deal with it a lot. You know, it's not. Whenever you're in public or if you have like some kind of event, then of course it's it's stronger, you know, and then you fall into certain roles. But you don't necessarily have to, you know. So I, I try not to. I try and be conscious of it. I try and, you know, but it's still part of me. I mean, I'm doing a little of it here. Of course I am. Mm. I mean, that's what it is. Earlier when you rocked back and forth and I said, what is that sloshing sound? And you said it was the sandwich that you ate before the show. Yeah, yeah. Is is that Ray the character or is that Ray the man? No, that's like I can, you know, those are, no, I have tricks. We all have <laughs> tricks. Like I can do one hand clapping. Look at that. And then my stomach, hold on. <laughs> oh my God. That those is are, amazing. What kind of oh. sandwich was this or is it anything? It was actually, I brought you an orange, by Thank the way. You. And this orange is from Mr. Bill Pullman's fruit orchard so i was at bill's house wait uh, is this the bill pullman yep fucking wow. a, yeah this my is friend jeff 
Bill Pullman's orange is right in right front here. of me. Celebrity fruit. <laughs> so this is from his so orchard. Unassuming. And then we had lunch together, and he made, um, oh, they were good too. Tuna. Um, um, oh my gosh, I'm not. Was it a uh, patty melt? No, T- grilled tuna. Grilled tuna. tuna. Melt? Yes. Thank you. Whew. Wow. <laughs> tuna melt. Yeah. Delicious. And that's that noise. That's that sound. Yeah. What are you doing with Bill Pullman? Uh, a couple of different things. Some of them I can get into, some of them I can't, but he has a, um, he's got a bunch of property in the Hollywood Hills that have, has to be upgraded at some level. So construction. Yeah. I didn't know if you might be doing like entertainment stuff with him. I want to do that with him. I think we will at some level, like we'll do a YouTube thing. I know his family. You know. The Pullmans? Yeah, there's a lot of them. They're like a clan, but they're great. Um, I look at this orange in a whole different way. It's really good. It's a- he has so much fruit up there. That he has this um, grapefruit that is so delectable. And I, I think I ate like four of them the other day. Just kept going. Hmm. I was like, all right, I have to stop. You know, don't feed me anymore because I'm not, you know, I have to be aware. And then... Aware of what? Because I'll overeat. Mm. You know, I definitely, you know. You seem like a spry, wiry guy with a good metabolism, though. That's genetic. But that is the case, right? Have you ever had an extra pound on you? Now I do. I was just talking to, actually, I was talking to Jeff. I weigh like 215 now. Usually I weigh about two. Mm -hmm. ninety-five. I'm pretty sinewy, but right now I'm like, I'm I'm pig boy. It's okay. (laughs) I don't see it. I am. For me, I am. And and I can feel it because, you know, I do construction. So when you're my age and you're doing construction, if you have 10 extra pounds, it it takes a toll on you. Like the up and down, the up and down, the the working, your hands and all that. Can I ask you a construction question? By the way, you live in um, a Spanish Renaissance home that's beautiful. I was going to say we don't reveal where I live exactly, but what you said is fine. Yes. Yes, it's a really nice apartment. What would you think it was going to say cross streets or something? What do you think? What you I'm live, not that guy. You live in, doesn't it sound like location is going to follow that? By the way, the, the tile, the roof tile mm-hmm. that you guys have, they're, they're circa 1920-something, and they were usually made by Latin women, and it's the, the shape of your thigh. Oh, wow. So you'll go out there. When you go out there, check them out. They'll be different sizes. That's how they were made. Look at all those thighs. That's yeah. what I'll say when I look at it. That's really cool. And that? Yeah, this place is great, but we are trying to buy a house. So here's my question for you. We act, And actually, there's been an update since the last podcast where people heard me talking about it. Because we had put in our offer, and it had been accepted, and I was really wrestling with, like, is this the right house for us? Since then, we have decided it is not the right house for us. So we've backed out. But here's my question for you. And the reason we backed out was not only did it turn out we just don't like the house that much, but... Excuse me. <clears throat> it appeared it was going to need a ton of work. <laughs> Thank you for sloshing. It was going to need a lot of work, and I just have it in my head that like I don't want to get involved in a fixer-upper, in a remodeling or renovate. Like I just don't want to have to sink. I just don't want to have to deal with that for that's our first house. That's funny because that's all I want. Yeah, a lot the, of people do want that. I yeah. know. Well, so my question for you: What kind of things? That would pop up on the inspection would make you say to someone, "Yes, you no. don't want this house." Yeah, I mean, you have a baby, right? So abatement, as far as asbestos and things like that, 
that would concern me with baby. What's abatement? Like um, getting rid of any of the asbestos, like anything toxic. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, did you get, did they check for that? I think they have to now, by the okay. way. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they needed some different kind of insulation, but I don't think it was, they didn't say anything about asbestos. Okay. So you're fine. What year was the house built? 1950. Okay. It's got asbestos somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere it does. I mean, they used to make bricks out of it. You know, mm-hmm. they made, they put it in baby powder. Come on. <laughs> it was in everything. Right. So, I mean, nothing scares me, but, you know, knowing your sensibilities, you probably want to leave it as is for three years and just see if you can stay with it for three years or two years, whenever you think you want to make a change or a move in, as far as remodeling. But nothing would scare the heck out of me. I, uh, granted, with a child, yeah. If something was structurally unsound, they'd have to disclose it. Mm-hmm. So like, I would love to find a place in the hills that's off the foundation and nobody wants to deal with it and thinks it's, you know, it can't be salvaged. And then, oh, yeah, it can. You know, right. Not that big of a deal. But, you know, that's hillside stuff, you know. So structurally, I would look at stuff. And then after that, it's it's more or less aesthetic. In terms of like dry rot, is that a structural thing? Yeah. So yeah. there was some dry rot. There were some Not that bad. There was like a lot of joists that needed sistering. Okay. Yeah, that's just smacking another one on right. top of it. That's um, not a big deal. There were some leaks and they were, were you telling me that the roof was kind it of it needed funky. a new roof yeah they had gone over it three times yeah you're done so, then right the whole thing and like there was some damage chimney problems although but a, i don't a know chimney would... super easy i mean i even i had a call about a chimney pitching away from a house now you would think you want to bring the house to the chimney you actually want to you know depending on what's off but it's probably the chimney and it's settling mm-hmm. and i've jacked them up before you just undermine them in two spots you put steel plate under it so you don't bust through the concrete when you're jacking the thing up you get two 10 ton jacks or 12 ton whatever you can jack the whole chimney up right back into place and then just pour concrete where the jacks were don't take the jacks out just entomb them in concrete and you'll be fine and do a big pad so then when you do let it go or the jacks are rotted out and they lose their compression or whatever it's not going to sink you know, make sure you key it in underneath and then out and down low so you can put plants or whatever you want to put around it. And got then, anything else? Yeah, th- I've got a little more of <laughs> this house that we already aren't going to take, but I, <clears throat> I still have more questions. The natural hazard disclosure form thing said that it was in a seismic hazard zone for liquefaction and it was in a potential flooding zone. That means a flood zone is like a floodplain where, you know, that's where the water's going to go because it's at its lowest point. Liquefaction, it's more so up north, like, um, what's that place called? Where's Magic Mountain? Valencia? Yeah, Valencia. No, Valencia. Valencia. That has a lot of where they they built on, you know, the the, um, liquefaction is when the whole earth goes like this and it's just like melty, like Mm -hmm. water. So in Burbank, you know, is it a raised foundation or slab on grade? It when has you walk a crawl on it, space. Okay, then that that's good. Anything? Yeah, that's raised foundation. So that's probably better, you know, versus for the mm-hmm. liquefaction aspect of it. So that just means like one side of your house could pop more so than but the other. But do you other. know, does is all of Burbank 
I don't know. In a, yeah, I mean, that would be easy for me to find out. Anyway, though, this, there's this parts is not of going it, to like, be our stuff, house. There's stuff is built in bedrock when you have a hillside home. Mm-hmm. You have to do caissons and all that kind of stuff. A lot of times, you know, let's say you are on liquefaction or whatever they call it. I did a house that had um, loamous soil, That what you're talking about. And the uh, I jacked up the whole house. One side I jacked up eight inches. It looked it listed when you walk through the front door. You it felt like you went on a ship. You went right or left. You know, one side was down six inches. One side was down eight inches. I jacked scary. the whole effing thing up. Everything you know, boom, level footings underneath the whole thing. You know, keyed in my footing. Used twenty two yards of concrete. Something How much nuts. does that whole thing cost? I did, it was a she, and I did her kitchen and her whole house. I did it cheap. It was like about a buck 50, 150 grand for that everything. Does, that sounds like a lot. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's whole great to kitchen. save a house, but. Yeah. Well, this was, you know, How the much? mother's house. Right. She loved the mom. And so it was a nostalgia thing. Like I even spoke with her father. I go, listen, the, you want to know the truth? It's a teardown, you know, and then you make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what we're doing here, you know. But you know, they they understood. Now know. this house that we're not buying had really ugly bathrooms. Like one was just just timeless ugly and then one was 80s ugly. How much would it have costed us to retile? If it's just is it walls and floor? Uh the timeless ugly one? No, yes, both walls and floor. It depends on the walls because if you're going to have to rip it all – if you can just pop the tile and relay tile on the existing substrate, fantastic. Most likely you can't. So you have to pop it all off, refloat it, wonderboard, whatever it might be. Don't know. Maybe you're going to have to put – look underneath. Mm-hmm. You might need a new shower pan because it's not – it's leaking. Right. You know, don't know yet. So all those are variables. Right. But if a you can A plus just, new sink, like just to redo the bathroom but not actually – Get a prefab sink then. Get something – you know, there's tons of them out there that are freestanding where you can just mount it to the wall. Yeah. There's space underneath, you know, and then the, the cabinets, you know, there suspended, new deck – New, you know, it could cost you 1200 bucks. Just take the one out, put a new one in. Right. You can do it all on the cheap. You just have to know, you got you to gotta, you gotta just like, oh, hey, here's my budget. What can I get for this? That kind of thing. Don't just go nuts. Right. So know? wait, what's the, how, how much would the retiling be approximately? And how many square feet is it? Let's say it's probably... This bathroom was – the timeless, ugly one was very small. Right. But you got a shower stall, right? Yeah. Okay. So you probably is it a ba- – is it a tub or a shower? It was a shower. Closet was, shower, three foot, three foot, three foot? No, it was rectangular. Oh, uh, it was. Um, and I measured the – It's probably 100 square feet because most of them are about 90 to 100 square feet. I measured – I didn't include the shower in the measurement, but from the shower door to the wall and then the other way was like five. Whatever. You figure out how many square feet you have and then whatever tile you pick, that's going to be – and I would go for something super neutral and easy, ceramic, not porcelain, not whatever. Maybe do a liner because it's prettier, whatever. You know, it's not going to take that long. I mean, Mario will bust it out for you in two days, you know, and it's not going to cost you – I mean – 
you know, the way I, I think when I'm doing construction, like how many guys do I have? How much money do I make off those guys? What's my day rate? And am I getting cost plus? Meaning anything that crosses that door that I go and get or I'm part of, I get a, a cut of it. I get whatever that cost you, $1,000, I get 15%. Mm. So you got to give me 150 bucks. You know, that's how you're going to make money, you know, but I do a, a bad thing where everybody winds up being my fucking friend. <laughs> so, so I don't make any money you know, sometimes or I'll just guide them. You know, I'll help them out, which is fine. I don't mind that. I mean, I've even done jobs where I'll put my guys at their house and, and, you know, let them go for it. You know, not a big deal. But when I need to make money, that's how I make money. Okay. You know. So like just a, what, like 5,000 to like do the, the bathroom? Yeah, sure. 3,000? Sure. Three, it could be. I mean, okay. it depends on it. I'd have to see it. Right. Like, we'll go walk around your house later, and then I'll tell you, like, what you, whatever, compared for here. Okay. Know? Well, that sounds fun. All right. Let's see. More questions. I'm trying to think. Nice what ring, are the... by the way. Oh, thank you. I'm thinking, what are the listeners? Did you cry when you got married? Yes. A lot or a little? A lot. Did he cry? Yes. Or you didn't even notice because you were just... No. We both... During the vows part, we both cried a lot. Like... A surprising amount of <gasps> really. I mean, I wasn't like ball. Eh, I feel like we were balling. There was some. It was a very Is there emotional. Vitty? Yes, the audience. The, the audience. <laughs> the uh, guess. <laughs> the, wow, <laughs> your first to her guess is the audience. The reason I said that is because I was thinking <laughs> what I was what I was thinking. It's weird that I cried that much in front of other people. Did it's anyone sort of, hold on? Did anyone do this? <laughs> no. Will that happen no matter what you've eaten? No, it's a, no, not no matter what. What? When eat a lot. This so was a big volume yeah, situation. Sandwich. What if you like, drink a lot of water? What I can do, you- do it easily. Then, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't. I drank one water. Yeah. Oh, is this mine? That's, that, that water's for you as well. Oh, thank you. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was yours, Jeff. Nope. Jeff has his own water. No. Oh, look what you do. It's uh, it's it's a peachtree schnapps. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, nice to see you. You're. I haven't seen you in Coon's age. A yeah, long you time. too. Yeah. I ran into you in uh, walking around the neighborhood couple times your neighborhood yeah yeah that was strange yeah kind of fun though yeah yeah i like that what were you doing in jeff's name i was actually doing a job i was doing a um a guest house he does a lot of work in in uh bel-air <laughs> right <laughs> actually i do a lot of work like uh sunset doheny area which is that's high endy stuff. And that kind of place, you know, when you take your guys there, I'm super particular about every customer, but this one customer I'm talking about, like, all right, you know, half the day might be dedicated to cleanup. Like, you have to be immaculate because, you know, they have 24 hour help. They have, and they're great people and they treat me really well. And one guy that I had over there working left the fucking cock gun on their running machine. And, and she took a picture, went, hey, Ray, what's this? <laughs> I went like, you mother. Yeah. So that kind of thing. Like I love working for super affluent people who are cool. Like these people turned into to be my friend. You know, it was his birthday party up in Napa and they, you know, 
took me there. Oh, that's nice. Oh, so great. We went to like 12 vineyards or something like that, which is shit faced 101. And they, I know why they brought me because I'm entertaining. That's why they brought me. They didn't bring me because of the, the wine so much because there was, they have some affluent friends and the Salmonier or whoever's trying to pitch you on this wine. And I'm looking at the guy going like, dude, I'm not your target. <laughs> that guy right there just dropped eight grand at the last vineyard. Go hit him up. His name's, you know, Jose. Go hit, hit that guy up. Big money there. <laughs> so anyway, it was it was a great time, yeah. So I like working... You know, and they are my friends, but mm-hmm. they also pay me. You know, someone like you, I, it would be very difficult for me to make money off of you. It, I wouldn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Well, that's you wonderful feel for me to hear. Yeah. You just, do you have the same thing, Jeff? Does that happen to you in your business? Yeah, it happens a lot. And like you said, where people will, they'll want some instruction, but then they kind of want to do it themselves. And so I just wind up kind of pointing them in the right direction and say like, well, that's, this is, here's what you need to do. Just go for it. And it's funny because no I, I contacted you three years ago or so, cause I needed to know what kind of equipment for mm-hmm. podcasting. Cause I had been thinking about, I've been wrestling with the thought of leaving Adam for you know a while. You know, I had branched out, not branched out, but I was looking around and then I just did what you did, Allison, excuse me. And, um, so I got this whole list from Jeff from you know what I need, and it you know it was like Japanese. I went, I don't know. <laughs> you, know and, you know, okay, take this list and give it to this guy who does know. You know, right? And, yeah, I'm not good at it. Like computer, uh, I gotta get one. Why were you think you don't have a computer? I have one, but it's antiquated and it's like a you know it's like carrying around a brick. <laughs> Why know, were you thinking of leaving? When three you said like three years ago you were thinking of leaving a couple of different times. I mean, I've you know. Like I said, we had a big passive aggressive thing going. So I was, you know, looking around a little bit. Sure. I mean, I even took some meetings, but nothing. I mean, Adam beat me to the punch, you know, but I felt, you know, I feel prepared enough now to handle it anyway. So I, mean, I was doing the shows a lot of the time when he would, um, what did he do? What show? Catch a contractor. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time I would man the ship myself. And I, I found that. Please stop yawning. I found that. <laughs> it happens sometimes. It is not a reflection. It's just a reflection of having a baby. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah I, I, yeah, I wanted to do my own thing, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. What was Stromer's reaction? Uh, I, ta- I told him. I told him prior to anyone approaching him. I told like three people from the get-go. You know, I mean, I so I wound up going to the Christmas party, ironically enough. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I wanted to say hello to everyone. I didn't tell anybody, really. I told a couple of people, but nobody, you know, whatever. I told the people who needed to know. And they were flabbergasted. And then, um, so I was hanging out with Lynette, and she goes, so how many bar crawls are you going to come on with? I said, da 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 And I'm looking at, what are you talking, you know, I'm going on everyone, Lynette. And it's like, then, then she found out I was no longer a part. <laughs> part of the pirate ship walk the fucking plank yeah so it was weird but it was nice to see everyone you know it was nice to see olga it was nice to see the whole crew you know so no one knew there were about 40 people there i was hanging out with like willie t ribs he was going you know ray can't wait to see you at the premiere and i you know how did how did adam treat you at the party the same you know no eye contact you know had a few you know did you guys talk 
Hold on. I'll, I'll, should I do a reenactment? Hold on. I am doing a reenactment. <laughs> no. Not really. You know. So why do you think... Razo, get that. You know, it's a command. Right. You know. Well, why do you think he wanted to part ways? Uh, I don't know. I think he, again, like, there's a lot of tension when Adam and I are together. And I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not going to be a Gary or a Matt or I'm not going to fall in. You know, not that they do, but I'm not going to fall in line. I'm not going to be his his boy, you know, that kind of thing. And and some of me should be. It's for my benefit. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I have problems too. I mean, I've been going to therapy for 25 years because, you know, I act out. I have issues. I do stuff, you know, and Adam's not my therapist and he's not my dad and I don't have to necessarily listen to him even though he does know this world a lot better. And, you know, sure, there's resent issues and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's there's a lot going on. So I don't blame him, you know, and I feel no worse for wear. I'm, I'm glad that I'll be able to speak more than – Adam can really dominate a conversation in case you didn't know. You know? I mean, and – Sometimes I would duck out on that show. I really would. I'd just put my head down and ride it out. And not for any reason other than, you know, I'll mention something and then he'll go off on a tangent with whatever the idea was or whatever. And then, you know, you're lost in space. And that's all cool. It's your show. It's yours. But when I did the one with Eric, I got the drive. Mm -hmm. And Eric and I did have a rapport. We did have a communication and you know and i did with adam too at some level sometimes the show was great and sometimes it was super painful for me you know i mean even the the tweeters and the callers would go like what the fuck is with him berating you like why you know I, was that a regular feature of the show well i think most people tuned in to for that one adam and i people tuned in just to hear us fight <laughs> yeah like i you know i'd go okay well, fuck you you know what are you gonna do now you know, and then I'd look at him and I'd go, like, your fucking kids hate you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a joke, but not a good one. Anyway, you know, we would get into it, you know, and I think people kind of like that. I mean, you knew that, like, seeing when I would walk in and do the show with you. Right. And I was like, all right, you know, Adam's staring at Ray, something weird's going to happen. But did you feel like that was real or was that for the mic? The way he treats me? Yeah. Or the, the way yell- happens? The fighting on the show. Oh, no. It's real. No, it's real. I, I, don't, I don't like it either. I mean, I don't mind fighting if it's justified. But if it's just for the fucking sake of, you know, this is our role with each mm-hmm. other, no. It gets to be old hat. You know, and it's, it's tiring. And you're never going to win. I'm not, you know, it's ace podcast, not ace and ray Mm -hmm. it's adam's pirate ship not ray's so you're never gonna win and not that you're looking to win maybe you're just looking to have an exchange you might not get that so but hey kudos to him i mean look what he's done with it you know so i'm in admiration of all of those things and i and like i said i do love him but i have no place there i really don't you know i don't want to be chattel Mm mm-hmm you know, I'm not a car you can buy. 
He can buy me a car, though, if he'd like. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's going to be happening any day. Let's uh, take some, <laughs> some questions from listeners. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. La Star Trek would like to know, did you guys make any money from the Adam Carolla Project show? Was it a fun experience or terrible? I'd love to hear about it. You were so great on that show. Oh, the one where he bought his father's home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made money. <sighs> anyway. Um... <laughs> What's going I got, on? I think I got... For construction, I got twenty five an hour, which was, you know, I, I charge. You know, I have to make anywhere from, like I told you, I want to make three fifty to five hundred a day working. So I was getting twenty five an hour there, but that's why I effed off on that job. I mean, you know, I went swimming naked half the time and did, you know, whatever. It was mm-hmm. fun. It was fun working with Billy. It was fun working with the guys. So that aspect of it was fun. TV money, yeah, we got a little bit at the end. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, don't go buy anything. Well, a dinner or two, but no, not, not any real TV money, no. Jason says, is he still on speaking terms with Adam? Mm, he hasn't called me and I'm not going to call him. So I'm sure we will cross paths one day. I don't know. You know, I really don't. I mean, we have a lot of friends that are in common, so I don't know. I mean, it's not even like I went to Sunday football over there. I didn't. You know, I didn't do that kind of thing. You know, no. The most I ever talked to Adam in the last 25 years is when we were on air together. Mm. And I'd give that, that's about a 100 to 1 ratio on that. So it's air and then off air was about 1%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've talked to you more than I've talked to Adam. But Pro- I, although, I mean, he does so no, much. No, no, no. We had eight minutes, 10 minutes before we went to air. So that's true. Like Adam and I don't have, there's not a discussion or a production plan per se. You just go, mm-hmm. you know, like, all right, doing the show. Razor, you ready? Let's go. That's it. Drink coffee, pee, take some questions. <laughs> Andrew Peck says, Ray, when you're talking to Allison, how hard do you have to suppress your urge to bully her for being a Jewish nerd? That's weird because I've never even thought of you that way. Oh. What's that guy's name? Andrew Peck. Andrew, you're an idiot. <laughs> okay. It's on you. <laughs> Megan a says. A Jewish nerd? Why? Is that, are you self-proclaimed Jewish nerd? No, I, right. I don't own my Jewish nerdiness. Yeah, I know. Wow. I didn't see that. Do you have a thing for Jewish nerds for picking on them? No. All right. I have a thing for Jewish girls. <laughs> yes, how's your dating life? Let's not get into that. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you off air. Well, that's no fun for the listeners. I mean, a lot of stuff happened the last couple of years. So I was essentially... Uh, I wouldn't say homeless. I was staying with a friend at their house. And I've just recently moved out. So things are looking up. Many things are looking up. 
but now now I can big. now I can bring a girl home to not your friend's house right and now I can walk around naked now I can you know jerk off when I want to uh, you know all that kind of stuff where'd you used to do it before <sighs> I don't know. I'd wait till like the middle of the night or whatever, you know, just to make sure everything's quiet. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's strange when you live under someone else's domain. It was very tough. Grateful for it, you know, needed it at the time. There's a big backstory to it that I can't really get into. Sorry. And that's just a, a legal thing. But, um, did you have a bedroom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had my own bedroom and my own bathroom. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, good. Yeah, I needed that. And I had, and I had, I'm huge. I'm really, 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 really big into the bathtub. Mm. Like if I don't have a bathtub, I'm out. You know, when I was looking at apartments, I saw two or three of them shower only. I was like, no, 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 no. So you're a bath no. guy. Oh. I've taken like two baths in the last three years and disliked both of them. I've taken eight baths within the last Yesterday. three days. Yeah, no, I'm big. What do you do? How does it work? It's a, I think it. It's almost. I think there's a couple of things going on, but I do think it's kind of like a back to the womb thing. Okay. You know, in a way, and it's a way to soothe yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like almost a way of. And but I always take a shower after the bath because I don't want to stew in it. That. That yeah. right there is why I can't get on board with the bath because I'll take a bath and then I'm like, well, now I need to take a shower. The whole, this whole thing is just, I'd rather, I feel like I'm exercising. No. I, I mean, it. I'm exaggerating, but I, it's not soothing to me to have to then get out of the cold, get out of the bath, then you're cold, then you're getting in the shower. It's just like, it's just too much. But it's harder for you because you have long hair. And this you got is like, true. And you have maintenance with that. I don't have, I don't give a fuck how my hair looks, so it doesn't matter to me. I like the oil thing, but I do have um, like a, I have a skin thing, a skin problem and like eczema and all that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, no, I have I a little tell. of that. You can't tell because I, I maintenance it. But I will soak in there and loosen up my scalp and all that stuff, you know. But of late, I don't like the bath because I'm losing my hair and my new tub has a catch for the hair. Mm -hmm. So I get to see it, which I don't like. I don't like seeing all that hair there because, like, I could outfit a fucking Barbie every time (laughs) I take a bath. So I get a little bummed out. Right. So I'm taking the catch off. Do you, and is there a bath bomb involved? No, 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 no sense. I don't like, I so like coffee, coffee. I don't like, no, I don't like a scent thing. I don't do. Do you light a candle? I have, I have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't get too girly on it. I mean, I don't get too soft with it, but I, I, I love the bath. And then um, what else do I do in there? I'll do some oils, like I told you. That and goes then, in the bath? Yeah, they'll go in the bath. But I have messed up and put a bunch of eucalyptus oil. And then when I sat down, the eucalyptus oil touched my nuts. And it's burn. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. So you put, you get in, you submerge yourself first, mm-hmm. then you put the oil in and work it around. What's your favorite kind of oil for a bath? Um, I like the eucalyptus and I also do the tea tree oil because That's- it's not a favorite thing. It's because of my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that, this is getting a little. What about coconut weird, oil? Weird. People are super into. I'm coconut very oil. into coconut oil. I will slather it. I'm super oily. Like, see my skin. Yeah. So, you know, I have to wash my sheets at least once a week because I get an outline. You know, there's like I'm 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 greasy. Mm. I'm like an animal. So 
you know, but I do love the coconut oil because I get the blotchy thing. So I do, I do like that. Ray, do you wear sunscreen? No, I don't, and I should. You really should. Yeah, I got read the riot act by my, my dermatologist, and now I am at, on board the sunscreen train. I do once in a while, like when I know I'm going to be outside all day, but I should make it a habit, mm-hmm. and it needs to become a habit. But you have like that crazy pearl skin too. Like you will get nailed in the sun. Yeah, I'm very fair. Yeah, but I think that the advice for every human being is that they should wear sunscreen. I uh, and I'm not going to argue that. I'll, I'll agree because you're out in the sun all the time, right? No, no. I try to get out of work as much as possible. All right, come that, on. That makes, okay, Megan. That's says, why it's called guys. Where are my guys? Right. Where's Mario? Where's Miguel? Come on, you guys. You guys are way darker than me now. Get out in that sun. <laughs> Do they just work for you? A couple of them work for me exclusively, and then I'll always have one guy. My my favorite of all time, they're brothers actually, Mario and Francisco, but I only have Mario now. I got effed up. I had purchased some stuff and did a bunch of things, and I always had Mario and Francisco full time. And then I lent them to a buddy of mine who also does construction. And I go, here's the deal. You can use my guys, but when I need them, that's it. I go, moment's notice, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Anyway, needless to say, that guy is not my friend anymore. Because he stole them. Yeah. He stole your guys. Happened twice to me. That's what happens when you loan out your guys. Hey, I've lent out my guys to Adam before, and what he does, he pays them a premium, and then when they come back to me, they go, no, 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 I want more money. Like, like I go, no, 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 no. Your rate's this. I go, you got spoiled for a minute, and they, they get it. You know, They're just trying to razz me. That guy just quit. <laughs> get I'm actually surprised that he pays. I mean, that's nice that he pays them a premium. Nice for them, right? Well, if you work for me, there's like a, a performance thing. You got to – like my guy Mario, Like sometimes I'll have five, six guys on the job site. He'll he'll tell me at the end of the day, get rid of this guy, get rid of that guy. Mm. You know, because he's You're in charge of the labor. No, he's in charge of labor. It's like, hey, I lay you out. Do what I say. Here's how to do it. Da, right. da, da, da. And he's um, he he'll bring you to task, and he pushes guys. He's like, mm. "Come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go," you know. And then I'll go buy lunch. I'll do you know. I'll give out if you really perform for that day. I'll give a bonus at the end of the day. You know, if, if I'm making mine, I'm going to share it. You know, you have to, mm-hmm. especially with a guy like Mario, who's been with me ten years. And you know, hey, can you work Sunday? Yeah. No problem. You know, hey, I got you Disneyland tickets. Thanks, boss. You know, that kind of thing. Hey, Mario, who's the greatest um, boss you've ever had? You, Raimundo. Hey, Mario, do you juggle balls on Thursday night over at the corner of uh, 3rd and Wilshire? I sure do, Raimundo. Okay, so you don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, he's, he's great. I, I love him. Yeah. And no, he doesn't juggle balls. Megan would like to know, I'm going to hire someone from TaskRabbit to install a Murphy bed, wall desk, TV wall mount, and two sconces. How long should that take? It depends what they're going to get into. I mean, are they going to, the Murphy bed is a surface mount or is it going into the wall and like hiding away? I would imagine it's a surface mount. So not that long, but make sure it's done right because you don't want the thing coming off the wall. And then what? A desk, wall desk that you pull down or something? So there's a tiny... A wall she desk. from New York? No. Where's she from? 
She's from here, but she just moved to a new place. So maybe it's a, it's a small place. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So everything's retractable. Mm-hmm. And what else was the third? A wall desk, TV wall mount. Okay. And two sconces. Uh, it's probably going to get take a day. Half uh, day. Also, do magnetic stud finders usually work well, or do I just not know how to use it? Well, with the mag- with a magnet, here's what you're doing. You get a rare earth magnet that's very powerful, and they come encased in plastic. But here's what you're you're not looking for the stud. You're looking for a nail. That's what it's mm. attracted to. So it's not attracted to wood. Duh. It's going to a nail, and wherever there a na- there is a nail, that means behind that nail or in that nail is wood. So that's what you're doing. And the way you do it is you get a white sheet of paper and you use the white sheet of paper between the wall and the magnet. Because if you just use the magnet and run it up and down and it does hit or you're scraping it on the wall, it's going to leave residue. You're going to see a scrape like when you scrape your fingernail on the Mm -hmm. wall, certain light you'll see it. So that's how you use it. And yes, magnets are – I prefer them. To what's the other thing? There's – Stud finders that it, some are some are pretty good, you know. And then they have like felt on the back where you run it back and forth. And oh, there's a stud, you know. And then you want to, when you do find the stud, get a small bit and find the exact middle of the stud because then from that exact middle, so you bookend it and you know it's three quarter on each side. Then you kick over 16 inches to the other side, and then you'll hit it, hit it, hit it, 16, 32, so on and so on, and then you'll hit it all. Now, unless you have an opening for you know a closet or whatever, go to the middle of the wall and then know that if you have a closet, like the framing there is going to be a little bit different. You're going to have a trimmer. You're gonna, it's going to be into different stuff. Enough of them. Uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Berlin said... And I have mixed feelings about reading this question, but I'm going to read it. Oh, boy. Uh, I was disappointed that Bald Brian didn't open up about this is about your leaving the Corolla show. That's me leaving the Corolla show. Would be really interesting to hear Ray's take on it. Um, I was too, by the way. But I mean, it's... it's you were too, what? When you left, I thought it was kind of... It was sad. I mean, and what was the reason? And then... You hear talk and it's like, all right, if you're in my house, you're not allowed to talk about me, you know, so I'm in somebody else's house, so I'm not allowed to talk about, you know, that's a place where it's hard to show emotion, you know, I mean, there is like a code there that's unsaid and it's there though. It's unsaid, nobody knows really what it is, but it's there and you can feel it. So, like, I walk in and I walk there or whatever. I'm in there. I'm pretty jubilant and I'm pretty, you know, hey, let's go. But, you know, hey, what are you talking about and where are you? And, you know, it's work time. You know, whatever. So there is something going on. And, you know, Bald Brian's been there, what? Fucking I. Long time. 15 years have they been together? Well, all the way from... I don't know what years the KLSX show... St- well, no, he worked at K-Rock before that. So they Yeah, but yeah. he was... Because Mike originally was right. at... And then Bald Brian took over for Mike. Right. So it's got to be 12 or... I mean, Jimmy's already on air 15 years. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, wow. And he's doing the Oscars again. 
fucking a <laughs> he was great yeah it's gonna be good he's gonna that's gonna be funny but yeah i mean have you heard from anybody like i haven't heard really hiding her hair i've gotten maybe like half a phone call um i did hear from brian right away like he was oh, good he was very cool about everything um i got a few emails yeah i did hear from i mean this is right when it happened i got some emails from people um i you know i the guys were on my thursday show or initially so they wanted to continue doing it so they all came over to my house and we recorded a show and then they were told that they weren't that wasn't okay for them to do that um and i haven't like really had much much communication if any with those guys after that happened um but no i i really haven't haven't had much and then jeff i haven't haven't heard from jeff well (laughs) he's living with you um i i don't i don't know what i'll hear i'm sure i'll hear people at some level but you know when you sever something that's 47 years you know and the other guys i don't know that well I mean, they're not like, you know, we're chummy mm-hmm. and whatever, but I don't really see, I mean, I wish them all well, but we ain't hanging. You know, I'll probably hang at some level with J. Joe. I mean, J. Joe's my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I consider the other guys my friend too, but, you know, their their full-time gig is Adam, so I don't think I'll be seeing them really now. Right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah it's all right it is any other questions no that's it we now do just mirror everyone but first i have to tell you guys i'm on patreon patreon.com slash allison rosen is where you go all sorts of fun um rewards and bonus stuff you can get bonus episodes you can get access to uh an interactive live stream you can get merch in the mail all sorts of access to me like way too much patreon.com slash allison rosen okay let's do just me or everyone i have to tell you allison i was um oh sorry that's okay no go i was i was really scared coming in here why i took a bunch of notes like about my childhood and everything because i just wanted to be prepared because you're good and i wanted to be prepared and um i want you to know that uh you treated me really well and i very very much enjoyed this thank you me too we didn't even get to your notes do you want to talk about any of it let me see nah i'm good no what do i got here can't read that one (laughs) no i'm good i'm really good i was going to talk about like when i had a paper out when i was a kid you know stuff like that but we can do that another time okay you know how long how long oh you don't do time or anything like that time meaning that doesn't sound professional like how much how long have we been on air we have about 10 to 15 more minutes this show is an hour and a half Mm -hmm. you're pretty amazing that's good thank you I can barely keep still for 20 minutes. (laughs) Okay, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? 
Okay, so this is a segment. You, d- you did it before, but it was a long time ago, so I will refresh your memory. People write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? And then uh, we all weigh in. And on the Thursday version of my show, which is a panel, David Huntsberger always goes skadoop doop at the end of the song in time with the music, and I can't not hear it now. It sounds like it's skadoop doop. Thank you. That scratched Welcome. the itch. Okay, Jen says... Was really bummed as a kid when I got to a shoe size that no longer came with Velcro closures. I don't rem- I think I don't remember being bummed about that. I think I actually would have been happy about that because I always wanted to be older. Not anymore. What is her name? Jen? Jen. Unfortunately, Jen, it's the bookends of life because when you're little, you want Velcro and when you're dying, you want Velcro. So get prepared. You're about to pony up to the next <laughs> level. Right. You're going to level up. Right. You're fine. <laughs> Angela P says, see an engagement ring and or wedding band on a Facebook yard sale group and think the rings likely now have bad juju if they're on sale due to a divorce or broken off engagement. I haven't had that reaction specifically to rings, but I find even though I say that I don't believe anything, I find myself engaging in that kind of like mystical, magical thinking all the time. Like this house, which we're not getting. (laughs) I must I have to say that again. Because it was a really, it was really hard to make the decision. Um, but I opened up a drawer, and there was mail from the. So it, it, a family owned it, and then it was a rental, which I think is part of the reason it was gross in many ways. But I opened, I, there was some mail from the previous tenant, and her last name or her middle name, I can't tell, was Allison. And I'm like, oh, it's a sign. To what? Get it or not? To get it. Yeah. But she spelled it differently than so. That's also a sign. Here's what I know about stuff that you see. I've been to many a estate sale. Mm. So you'll walk through someone's house and you'll see an Afghan that's yellow and green and you know it took a couple of weeks to make it and you'll go, how much? And the guy will go, one buck. (laughs) And you'll go... That's so fucking sad. I can't even handle it. So uh, I hate it all. You know, we're all going. It's how you going. You know, it's all nothing. Yeah, I know a guy that went to an estate sale recently and there was this huge collection of memorabilia for this one actor. And I think the actor had put it together like it was the stuff of his life. And the guy went to the estate sale and he, he said he bought it all. For the storage containers. Wow. Yeah. That's why he bought it. Just Ugh. for the storage yeah. containers. It was a good price for the storage <sighs> containers. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he and it it occurred to him how sad it was. He was looking and it was amazing. There was all this memorabilia from a life in acting. That is gonna make me cry. Pictures of him with John Wayne and stuff and he was just No, like, it shouldn't make you cry, you know, it should, it should give you freedom. Yeah. To what? To know that no that one it's, gives it's a fuck. insignificant. It's not important. That there's a different life out there that's your spiritual life that's much more important for you. Okay. I Still guess. depressing as all hell. You know what else I did hmm. at that same estate sale? I bought a fucking bowling trophy from 1955. <laughs> it's so cool. How much? It's like a dollar. <laughs> I mean, the, it's that's what I'm saying. It's nuts. That nineteen for that guy or that gal, whatever, that trophy was coveted. Yeah. Priceless. Oh yeah. I just bought it for a dollar. Huh. 
What do you got? What do you got for sale in here, Allison? <laughs> um, a broken uh, dust buster. Dust, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want that. Um, what else? We got some Christmas lights. Give me a dollar. <laughs> I'll take it all for a dollar. Okay. Kawila Wren says sometimes. Oh, this one. This I read this one uh, last night, and I giggled. Sometimes I sip a mouthful of water and then burp before I can sw- swallow it. And I think about how the water is now infused with burp flavoring. <laughs> I've never thought that, but now I will. No, I, I know what she's talking about. Have you ever belched and it shot out of your nose? That's another one. No. What sh- what shoots out your nose? What you the water? No. Or whatever. Oh yeah. That's I've horrendous. eaten so I eat quickly sometimes, mm-hmm. and I get like a rice buildup or a vitamin buildup. You know, when I used to lift weights and all that. As I was when I was a kid, I shot vitamins out of my fucking nose. Oh my god, did that hurt? Yes, it burned. Uh, then you get a tag in there, and you can feel it in there, and you just really wrench at it across the room. Rice, vitamins, whatever—it's all connected, you know. I know. Ick. Watch, I'll put this gum in my nose right now, and I'll get don't, it. I'm kidding. Don't do it. <laughs> Whenever I eat hard-boiled eggs, which I go through phases of eating them and not eating them, and I usually just eat the white, um, I throw out the yolk. It's too fattening, but sometimes I'll have a little bit of the yolk. But anyway, I find that I begin to get like a a feeling of like egg backing up in my throat or not back, but like... It's coated. It, it More like what I'm trying to swallow is too big for my throat. And then I think it's like a, it's a, it's a very, it's an uncomfortable... Um, like raw throat feeling. And I don't know if that's because I'm not chewing it well enough. Like maybe I am swallowing pieces of egg white that are too big. Or if it might be some kind of, it just started occurring to me, what if it's actually more like an allergic reaction, a slight allergic reaction to the egg that's making me have that feeling have in my throat? Have you ever been allergic to anything? No. Yes, but not eggs. Then, and then you're, that's a different vibe. Right. That's it's probably because you're not. Chewing just, well. Yeah, swallowing eggs whole. Have you ever, sh- like uh, with me, have you ever regurgitated because you just ate too fast? No. I never don't think I ever have. Mm-mm. Okay. Don't do it. I definitely won't do it with a vitamin. Hold on. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, Chalet says, when I accidentally have caps locks, excuse me, when I accidentally, oh my God. When I accidentally, <laughs> when I accidentally have caps lock on and start typing a URL, I have to delete it and retype it in lowercase, even though no one will ever see it. Yeah, I kind of do that. I'm out on this one. Oh, right, because you have Mr. <laughs> old, your old computer guy. Rayma Phillips says, oh, you're probably going to be out on this one too. I feel like I should tell Siri thank you after she has completed a command. No, but I thank my dog and I say bless you and stuff to her. And I think it goes in one ear and out the other pretty much. The niceties. Sometimes I'll thank myself when I'm alone. I'm just walking around. Out loud? Yeah. Very rare though. <laughs> yeah. Like what would you I'm have mostly had- into self-loathing. So right. Do you ever do this? Like I have a problem with my self-loathing and I will – shower in the dark because i don't want to look at myself or no you ever do that no but i definitely when i've taken my clothes off to get in the shower like try to avoid looking in the mirror okay so that's very similar yeah 
Yeah. But showering in the dark. Showering in the dark won't look in the mirror. Dangerous. I'm like, ah. Do you bathe in the dark? I mean, take a bath in the dark? Usually no, but I have. When I get, you know, I suffer from depression occasionally, Mm -hmm. I will take a bath in the dark. Yeah. But then they pay for that. What is that thing called? You walk in the little booth in the dark. It's completely dark and you float in water. Oh, oh, sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? I came up with that. that? No. I invented it 20 (laughs) years ago being depressed. You're giving it away. (laughs) Come on. Lisa Dameron says, when driving and going through several green lights, I start to second guess myself. Um, Does she mean like you begin to wonder, did I imagine that it was green when really it was red? Or does she wonder if she's alive? (laughs) <laughs> in a dream I'm gonna need to know more about the second guessing I think she's second guessing cause um she can't believe she hit all the greens in a row and she's due for a red it sounds right. like you know she needs to stop or that thing where you are be driving and you just realize man I, I just haven't been paying attention for yes. about 25 minutes all the time that's happening maybe that's it maybe yeah like oh like I I've see. been driving down the street forever and I haven't stopped once did I maybe drive through a red light and I didn't right. notice? Yeah. Like the automatic pilot. Yeah. Which mm. is there. That's most people's lives, by the way. Yep. I'll buy it for a dollar. Shira Myers. Right. I want to give you a quarter for that. <laughs> Shira Myers says, I want a said written in a sarcastic tone emoji, but I am sure people will use it to not so secretly be dicks. Yet there should be that. I mean, I guess that's what a lot of the emojis are. Yeah, but there's not, there's not really a straight-up sarcastic no, one. there's not. I've joked hmm. that there should be a font called Sarcastica. I thought that there should be emojis. What would it look like? Yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. Very italicized. <laughs> like, almost completely flat. It'd be like a set of emojis in the face of Chandler from Friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think there should be emojis of hobo signs for hobos when they text each other don't you think that should be a thing what do you mean hobos text each other like hobo emojis you know hobo hobo symbols no i, I thought you were talking symbols. about like a, a homeless guy and you were yeah. saying hobo yeah hobos that like, is what like he's tramps. saying right yeah <laughs> they have they have their own their own what, we just went back to, we just went back to 1920 that's fine but I like wait, that. Is, do, do hobos really have their own cuneiform yeah what does it look like? It's it's like symbols. Mm-hmm. But to indicate what? like To indicate if there's a nice lady nearby or if there's a guy with a gun or if there's a person that's an easy touch How for a handout. How have I never known this? Oh, yeah, it's a thing. Because you're it, not a hobo. And if it's a, yeah, but if Jeff, it's a dangerous it, area. I oh, love this. keep away from whatever. The yeah. Hobo that's 7-Eleven or whatever. Yeah, like keep moving. Don't, don't stop here. Wow. What's yeah, it called? Hobo code? Yeah, I think it's hobo code or hobo symbols. Hobolific. Hobolifics. Hobolific. Hobolific. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> oh my God. This is, I have so much Googling to Ooh, do. Ooh, you know what you have? You have a new assignment. You're undercover now. <laughs> You're hitting the streets, That's girl. That's right. Uh, and lastly. You know what the hobo code is for a nice lady? What? Drawing of a cat. Is it really? It is. Are you making all of this up? I am absolutely not making that up. I believe that you're not, but you very well could be, and I, I would not believe make, it. I wouldn't lie about hobo What if symbols? a hobo can't draw a cat well? It's, uh, it's, it's a, little, it's a little stick figure kind of of a cat. I love it. It's a thing. I, uh, wow. If the, owner, if the owner of a house has a gun, it's 
a little triangle with legs, like for a body with its hands up in the air. This is so endearing. That means gun? That means that the, the, the homeowner home. has a gun. Okay. So don't break in? I would say steer clear entirely. Mm-hmm. Phil Scrogg says, and this is the last one, I used to think that a general store had something to do with the owner's military rank. <laughs> I like That's that. cute. That I bet cute. you're not the only one, Phil Scroggs, but I'm not one. That's a literal thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to have that when I was a kid. I get it. Ray Oldhofer, it was delightful to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for coming Delighted by. to be here. Thank you for bringing notes. Yeah, I did. I Thank did, you I for did. Bill Pullman's orange. You're, Bill, Bill says you're welcome. <laughs> I got two of them. I got one for me. Brought that one for you. Well, thank you for bringing half of the orange bounty. Okay. I'm good. I, I have oranges at home. I, I but they're not from Bill. Yeah. I wasn't considering you at any level. So don't worry. I'm fine. Let's don't get wor- more in the Ray, hobo Ray, thing. Don't, don't worry about me. I'm, I'm good for oranges. <laughs> what's the, I what's know you, the, you'll give me two next time. What's the um, <laughs> sign for no orange for Jeff in this, this uh, language? It's a sad face with, gla- <laughs> with glasses on it. <laughs> Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Ray. Um, I'm on that too. I'm on the, uh, but not under Colonel Jeff Fox. I'm under Ray Oldhofer on the Twitter, Ray Oldhofer on the Instagram. What else do I do? Spacebook, that thing. That I'm on that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, As Ray Oldhofer. Ray Oldhofer. Yeah. And do, or it might be my brother. Who knows? Right. Who do knows? Tell Ray is your show that when... Do Tell Ray show. When's that happening? I am projecting... Uh, it needs a little more work. We're doing a couple more practice shows just to make sure we have all the beats worked out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going for it. So I'm saying within a week or so. Oh, wow. If I, That's so and, soon. And when, nah, I'm, I'm probably lying. But when it does air, can I tweet you or text you or whatever? And you can um, I can retweet. Know? Yes, Will I you can. you do that? Absolutely. Thank you. Both Is there, you. do you know, so it'll be on iTunes. People can find it on iTunes. They should just, everyone should just follow you on Twitter so that, I have a they producer know. that knows all this other stuff. Like, I can't tell you... <sighs> Anything. It's all right. It's, it's hard for me. I mean, I have a double nickel brain, which means I'm 55, so I'm not very good at the... Um, 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 Social media? Okay. Or with the words? What words? No, I'm good with words. You're just not good with social media? No. It's, it, you know, and then I think whenever I'm touching the phone, okay, I just blew something up, something got erased, whatever. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't get it. That's fine. But I know like every 18-year-old kid I know knows it back and forth. My friend's kids take my phone and then they lock it and they do stupid shit to it to me and they think it's funny. They (laughs) think it's hilarious, right? My son is obsessed with phones and he can like do all sorts of stuff. I mean, not on purpose. He's one and he'll be directing his first film with the phone by the time he's three. That's how it goes. It's... Can't lay a brick. Can't hang a door. Mm -mm. This one can. That's right. You can. You guys. I like the smattering of a Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. There we go. Subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Leave us a nice comment as well. Follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. Uh, Tweet us. You're just me or everyone at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F hashtag J-M-O-E. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the show, Ray. Listeners, Thank thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. About the Allison Rosen show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison.
your best friend.